Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you walk on wax, you save your floors. The Johnson Wax Program, presenting Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly. Ted Williams and his orchestra open the show with Who Put That Moon in the Sky? Rushing around trying to catch up with your Christmas list, you certainly don't want to do any unnecessary housework. Well, here's an easy, simple way to keep your kitchen linoleum clean and sparkling so you can be proud to have your friends see it at any time. Use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. This remarkable no-rubbing polish seals the floor against dirt and stains, protects the surface from wear, makes the floor much easier to clean. There's nothing like it for inlaid or printed linoleum. Linoleum rugs, rubber tile, asphalt, and painted or varnished wood floors. Glow coat is spelled G-L-O hyphen C-O-A-T. Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. staying another week at Aunt Sarah's. So Fibber, being a temporary bachelor, has taken a vicarious interest in other people's romance. Yes, even to the extent of opening up the new McGee Matrimonial Bureau. And here, sitting before a mass of correspondence, a busy little bee getting honey out of orange blossoms, we find Fibber till death do us part McGee. Tennessee Mountaineer, age 46, wants to meet a wealthy widow of 12 or 13. <laughs> Swedish masseuse would like to get in touch with India rubber man. I'll take care of it. Hey, Sil. Yes, sir? Uh, bring me in the file on that Spanish dancer. One that wants to marry a man whose false teeth click. <laughs> I want to see if... Come in. Matrimonial Bureau? That's me, bud. You want a wife? Now, my theory is this. Always try to marry opposite types. Now, for you, I'd find a good look. Listen, I'm already married. 
You locate missing wives? You betcha, bud. How much? Fifty bucks. Here's seventy-five. Don't do it. <laughs> you sure is picking up a lot of hitchhikers on the highway of love, ain't you, Miss McGee? <laughs> you betcha, Sil. Till I come along, there ain't been enough traffic cops on the road to romance. When you consider the dangerous curves and the soft shoulders, think how many people try to make it a three-lane highway. <laughs> Makes you stop and think. What a public service this is. What a... Pu- hey, Phil. Yeah. You busy? No, sir. Take a letter. Yes, sir. W. No. <laughs> I want to dictate. I want to... Di- is you a dictator, please, sir? Well, yes, I am a dictator. I'm the Mussolini of matrimony, the Hitler of happiness, the... Uh, take this down. Yes. To Mr. Gunderson P. Smug, Idle Hour Theater, 890 Squilch Parkway, Peanut Brittle, Pennsylvania. Dear sir, you got that? You got what? You got what I've been giving you. You didn't give it to me, please, sir. The doctor said just a little touch of rheumatism. <laughs> Dear sir, in response to your inquiry of December the 10th, beg to state in reply that our present list of eligible brides do not contain the name of a buxom divorcee with twin children. Paragraph. I consider it extremely touching that a theater owner like yourself, Mr. Smug, should love children so much. But why twins? Can't you guys think of anything but double features? (laughs) Signed, yours, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Type that out right away and send it. Mr. McGee, please, if if you got a a minute to spare. What's on your mind, Sal? Well, while y'all is cooperating with Cupid, can you maybe do something for me and my gal, Rosebud? (laughs) For you and Rosebud? Now, don't tell me the tarnish of discontent has clouded the silver lining of your personal turtle dubbing still. Yes, it do. You see, you see, sir, first off, Rosebud, she was real enthusiastic about getting married with me. And I was the holdout. <laughs> but now that I'm willing and ready, she get she getting coy, sir. Oh. <laughs> How do I fix it so she's gonna be willing? Well, Sil, I'll take your case under advisement. I'll think of something tricky to convince her. Of course, it don't pay to be too meddlesome with Mendelssohn, but all's fair in love and war, Sil. I'll just make. That's probably Ted Weems bringing the boys in to play Paris and Swing. Come in. <laughs> Is that the McGee matrimonial bureau? <laughs> you betcha, Bud. I'm Cupid's caddy. You carry the torch, I carry the quiver. Well, uh, have you got a little blonde about this tall with baby blue eyes and lots of oomph? <laughs> no, but I don't think I... Well, I have.
make a cherry pie, Billy boy, Billy boy. Oh, no. <laughs> it was last week. Um, hey, Sil. Yes, sir. Anybody waiting to consult me? Well, yes, sir. There's one old gentleman waiting, please, sir. Real old. Real old, huh? Uh-huh. Well, tell him to totter in. Yes, sir. Miss McGee, ready to see you, sir. Hello there, Sonny. You the matrimonial man? You betcha, bud. I'm the guy with the stethoscope of sympathy listening to the throbbing heart of America. Me? What's he? I says I'm the throbbing stethoscope of America. What did you want, old-timer? Want a wife. Happy says I gotta quit playing around and get married. Oh. <laughs> I agree with him. What's your occupation, Grandpa? I'm a lumberjack. Oh. <laughs> Aged in the woods, eh? Well... Seems to me if love has passed you by this long... Oh, you think I'm too old, eh? Watch me jump up and click my heels together. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, help him up, Sil. Yeah. Hurt you much, old-timer? Eh, what's eh? <laughs> well, I guess you're pretty fit at that. Wasn't a fit. Did it on purpose. <laughs> Well, uh, what type of girl did you have in mind as your spouse? As my what? Spouse. Why don't you set a trap for it? <laughs> what kind of a wife are you looking for? Well, how about me with? She taken? <laughs> she was last night. <laughs> <laughs> Are you financially able to assume the burdens and responsibilities of married life? Hey, what's say? I says, are you prepared to give up your wild life and settle down to stay at home? Hey! Stay at home! Wish I had! Hello? McGee Matrimonial Bureau, Passion Flower McGee speaking. <laughs> Who? Mr. McKenzie? What? Yes, two can live as cheaply as one. Yeah, but only half as good. <laughs> Don't mention it, Mac. Oh, here comes the bride, all dressed in white. Use Johnson's wax and your floors will be bright. Harpo. <laughs> Say, Harpo, how about a wife for you? No, no, thanks. I'd rather play polo. Oh, selfish, eh? You're the kind of a guy that thinks a bridal suite is a place to keep a polo pony. Oh, all right, all right. What's the... <laughs> oh, Miss McGee, think about me and my gal Rosebud now. What, what can I Forget do? Forget it, Bill. I, I'm working on your case, Bill. It, it's simply a matter of psychology. Come in. Oh, hi, sis. Still a chair for the lady. Yes. Yeah, you hear you, Thank you. How long have you been a marriage broker, Miss McGee? Why, sis, I've been a marriage broker since Hamlet the Great Dane had his first case of puppy love. <laughs> Matchmaker McGee, I was known as in them days. No. Yeah. Matchmaker McGee, the mastermind of matrimony, mental marvel of marriage maneuvers, merry maestro of the magic music of midsummer madness, making Mr. and Mrs. out of many and many a maudlin man and miss, mating millions of mushy maidens to moonstruck mugs from Minnesota to Madagascar. <laughs> Uh, what's your personal problem? Well, you see, Mr. McGee, my boyfriend, Bush, is very jealous of me. I think he really loves me, but he's just too bashful to propose. Mm-hmm. Now, won't you please tell me how to put the hook to... Uh, uh, I mean... 
How to make him pop the question. <laughs> Is uh, Butch the He-Man type thing? Oh, but definitely. Well, then that's simple. <laughs> Give him a little baby talk. Nothing like a little goo-goo to soften up those muscle-bound Casanova, sis. Why, maybe you're right, Mr. McGee. Well, I know I'm right, sis. I've been studying love since the old silent days in the movies. Remember then days how the hero's chest used to go up and down when he looked at the gal? And every kiss wore two pair of pants? Oh, I understand. You mean I should, uh, I should cuddle up to him like this? Hey, now, now, wait a minute, sis. I didn't, after all, this is... Ah, oh, you great bit old Here. lovey concerto baby with these snooky work of... Hey, hey, lay off. Just let go of me. Hey, cut it out. I oh. This is the mug you've been sneaking out to see. Oh, now, 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 hold your horses, bu or bud. You, you, you don't know the half of I mean, there's more to this than you oh, think. Oh, that so? Been seeing each other regular, huh? Okay, Shrimp, here's where you and me does a little trucking with me driving. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm going to play you like you was an accordion. Oh, Butch, please, he was just Hey, now, 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 listen, Butch, you don't understand. I, I was only trying Save to... Save it, two-timer. I'm going to play a little handball with your skull, see? I've just... Gee, what's that? Well, that's that's Clark Dennis getting ready to sing. I still love to kiss you good night. A, a tenor? Yeah, he, he's a tenor. Jeepers, is he going to sing right now? Why, sure, he's just getting. Hold ready. me hand, McGee. I'm a pushover for a good tenor. <laughs> I can't get too much 
comes the bride, the groom tries to hide. Now, see now. Shoemaker in Pocatello wants to find a good kid with a straight last. <laughs> no French vamps need apply. Well, Miss McGee, how about me and Rosebud, Miss McGee? How soon now, I've been get working you? on your case, Sil, and I got the answer. Now, listen. All you got to... I'll tell you later, Sil. Yeah. Come in. Good afternoon. Are you the Mr. McGee I was making the inquirer boots of the wearer boots of on the phone this afternoon? <laughs> you got an extra pair of boots in there, bud. <laughs> you betcha, Scotty. I'm Fibber McGee, the only active Cupid in long pants. Aye. You'll remember me asking about two living as cheaply as one. Aye, laddie. Er, uh, you betcha, bud. <clears throat> You're Mr. McKenzie, eh? You betcha, bud. Er, aye, laddie. <laughs> So I proposed to the girl. Oh, good for you, Scotty. Many happy returns of the day. Or, I mean, I hope you'll be very happy. It's too late, laddie. Something terrible has happened. No. Aye. My bunny bride left me waiting at the kirk. Oh. She backed out just before the ceremony. Oh, dear. So I rushed over here for another bride. What? Another bride? You mean you're going ahead with it anyway? There's no other way out, laddie. You see, the minister's already been paid. Hurry, will you? <laughs> I'll bet, I'll bet that guy gets 8% on the bonds of matrimony, sir. Yeah. Yes, but, but Mr. McGee, about me and Rosebud now, please, sir, I, I'm getting kind well, of anxious look, about it. You, you say that Rosebud don't seem very enthusiastic about getting married. Yes, sir. She don't. Well, from my wide experience, Sil, here's how to handle a case like this. Now, you do exactly what I say, and she'll walk up that middle aisle willy-nilly. Who did a willy-nilly? He come messing no. around Rosebud. <laughs> I mean, Rosebud will marry you in spite of herself. That's going to be a big wedding then, please. She sure got a lot of spite, that girl has. <laughs> what I got to do, please? Now, listen. You find some girlfriend of yours who will take in a movie with you this evening. Huh? I've written Rosebud an anonymous note that you've been going around with this other gal, see? And that if she don't believe it, she can see you taking her to the Bijou Theater about 4.30 today. You catch on? Sure. You got to make her jealous, see? Why? When she sees you with this other gal, why, you'll have her eaten out of your hand. Well, I don't have any trouble getting her to eat, please. <laughs> you mark my words, Sil. This is going to work out swell. Well, it seems kind of underhanded, though, please. Oh, forget it, Sil. Love must find a way. All's fair in love and war. Now, hurry up. You just got time to get a girl and get to the movie. Well, I don't know. Go on, now. I know what I'm doing. Beat it. Yes, sir. Good old Till. <laughs> I'd like to see Rosebud's face. Hey, Mr. McGee, get busy on this case for me. Uh, what case, Bud? I just saw a girl and I fell in love with her. I don't know who she is, though. You'll have to trace her. Oh. Here, I managed to get a snapshot of her with my candid camera. Like her? Like her. I'm nuts about her. <laughs> well, I hope that guy finds... <laughs> I hope he finds his better half. And you better half a can of Johnson's Wax and save time, money, and effort and take care of Say, I'm glad you came back, Harpo. Yeah, why are you glad? Well, this is a matrimonial bureau, you know, and I got the name of your future wife written on this slip of paper. Oh, I bet a dollar you haven't. I'll take that. Here's the name. Read it. All right. Mrs. Harlow Wilcox. Oh, Paul. Imagine me biting on an old wheeze like that. Am I dumb or am I dumb? Well, the answer is yes to both questions, Harpo. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, well, everybody can't be... Business is pretty... Come in. Hello, Fibber. Oh, Ted Reams. What can I do for you, Ted? Well, when I stay out late rehearsing the band, 
My wife thinks I'm stalling. What'll I do? Well, that's married life, Ted, my boy. Any guy who goes into double harness is entitled to at least one stall, you know. <laughs> what you gonna play next, Ted? Well, I thought we'd have Elmo Tanner whistle the matrimonial agency theme song. What's that? It's nice work if you can get it. <laughs> okay, take it, Ted. yours this cold weather. You'd better protect the finish right now with a good, tough coat of wax, or the first thing you know, the wintry blizzards, sleet, and snow will get in there deadly work, gradually ruin the finish. Once your car is properly wax-protected, it can go through any kind of weather and come out bright and gleaming as new. Get the original Johnson's Auto Wax and Cleaner from your regular Johnson's Wax dealer, auto supply store, garage, or filling station. Don't delay another day. Wax your car the Johnson way. Hello? McGee Matrimonial Agency. We get you the mate, you bring the potatoes. <laughs> what? The husband we sent has got water on the knees and gurgles when he walks. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, sis, but we can't carry marine insurance on all our clients, you know. Well, I suggest you put enough money in the bank to get him fixed. Yeah. Better make it a joint account. Okay. Now, let's see. Widow in South Bend wants to meet millionaire with heart trouble. Enter. Now then, me boy, would you be the man in charge of this place now? You betcha, officer. You looking for a nice little Colleen to share your trials and rake-offs? I would not. Sure, and it's meself that's married to Bridget O'Hara. And I wouldn't change her for any girl I ever saw, even if it would be at all possible, and I don't think it would. Or would it now? <laughs> no, officer, I wouldn't advise that. We're here to make happy homes, not to break up. All right, then, all right. None of your lip me fine, bucko. The commissioner sent me down here to see you. Well, why don't you speak for yourself, John? My name is Francis, oh. and it isn't on any matrimonial business I'm here oh. on. Where's your license? <laughs> 
Ah, but I got you there. <laughs> Before I started this matrimonial bureau, I looked up the law in this town. It don't say anything about this kind of business, so I don't need a license. <laughs> don't be laughing so hard at me, bucko. There's one license you'll have to be taken out to run a place like this. Oh, yeah? Well, what am I besides a marriage broker? A fight promoter, and you got till tomorrow. <laughs> McGee, fight promoter, matrimonial girl. Yeah, bud, we list prospective husbands of all nationalities. Oh, I see. Uh, Czechoslovakian, huh? Just divorced? Okay, we'll file you among the canceled checks. <laughs> Wonder how old Sill is making it. Come in. Oh, Nick DePopolis. Hi, Nick. What is this I'm seeing with your name painted on those windows with a little pink... Putrid shooting a bows and arrows at somebody. <laughs> That's a Cupid, Nick. Cupid is a symbol of love, indicating that I'm running a matrimonial bureau. I don't tell you. Mm-hmm. Well, will wonders never cease firing? <laughs> That's quite a business, Nick. I let other people do the cooing, and I do the billing. <laughs> sure, Fizzer, this killing and booing is some stuff, I'm thinking. Well, Nick, after all is said and done... Sure, you... I know. After all is sitting down... A woman is only a lady, and a good cigar for five cents is what these countries need. The only difference is being that you can blow some rings with the cigars and throw it away. But with a woman, if you are blowing her to a ring, she is making you what I am today, only not so good. (laughs) In another word, when a man is marching up the aisle with a soft music and a sweet cupie, he is lucky if he is at a moving picture show. You grab me? <laughs> yeah, I guess I do, Nick. But you seem to be a little cynical about it. Oh, no, no, Peter. I am not being cylindrical about something. <laughs> I am only thinking that when it comes to marrying people, I am taking it with a dose of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Incidental, Floss. Uh, Fizzer, Mrs. DePopolis... Mrs. DePopolis is reminding you not to forget to tell me that we are having a little game of bridge at our house tomorrow night. Oh, fine. So if you're not too busy with something else, it is too bad, because we have enough people coming now. (laughs) Well, I never realized... I never realized when I started this... Miss McGee, Miss McGee, please, Miss McGee. What's the matter, Sil? I'll do it, Miss McGee. I'll go with that other girl, like you said, and Rosebud, she's seen us. Oh, well, 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 calm down, calm down. What's the matter? Well, she's after me, boss. She chased me. Rosebud, she got a gun and a handful of rocks, and she got... (laughs) Uh (laughs) Looks like we got her goat, don't it, Sil? (laughs) This is serious. I didn't realize... Boss, you've got to do something. Oh, don't don't worry, Sil. I will. Love will find a way. Well, can love find a way out the back door to the office, please, so you think... No, 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 no. Now, take it easy, Sil. Get down behind the desk. Hey, you wait here, Sil. I'll run out and get a cop. And leave me alone. That ain't fair, please, sir. You know the old saying, Sil. All's fair in love and war. Is this love? No, but it's war. that you actually ruin your linoleum by continual scrubbing, 
Gradually, the water weakens the fibers. The linoleum gets bumpy and cracked, and the colors fade out. Now, the safe, easy way to keep linoleum shining and clean is to give it a glow coat polish. Or rather, let Johnson self-polishing glow coat do the work. You don't have to do a bit of rubbing or buffing. Just spread a little glow coat over the clean floor, let it dry for 20 minutes, and behold, a beautiful sparkling floor protected from dirt and wear. Buy glow coat from your dealer today. And remember, it's economical to buy the larger sizes. Phil, you'll admit my plan worked, won't you? Yes, sir, but I don't think it would have if it hadn't been for two things, please. What two things? I run out of the building and Rosebud run out of ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what's the difference? You patched things up, didn't you? Yes, sir, in three places. Twice where I got hit and once when she bit my finger. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'd have her eaten out of your hand. <laughs> Good night, folks. How soon, Molly? This is Harlow Wilcott speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, inviting you all to be with us again next Monday night at the same time. Good night. The selection I still love to kiss you goodnight is from the production 52nd Street, Laugh Your Way Through Life, from Alabama Goes to Town. This is the Red Network of the National Broadcasting Company. This is station WMAQ, Chicago.